Good morning and welcome to our daily word and prayer. My name is Tom Short. I am so glad to have you along with us on this Sunday morning. We've been talking about prayer. And if we're going to talk about prayer honestly, we've got to ask a question that might be an uncomfortable question. And that is, is God interested in hearing our prayers? Now, this shouldn't be a problem, to be honest, but, but it is. And sometimes we may wonder, do you even count? Does God have time to hear you? Is he listening? How can he hear your prayers amongst so many? Is what matters and what you're praying about, does it matter to God? So let's dig into this a little bit. I think the answer to this question can be found in the very first two words of the Lord's Prayer, the model prayer he told us to pray. In Matthew 6, he says, pray then like this, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. I'd like to stop and think for just a moment or two about those, two, those first two words, Our Father. Now, we've all grown up with different fathers. Some of our fathers have been really good fathers and some of them haven't. It's very easy to project upon God what your father was like. If you had a good father, it's easy to, pro it's easy to project that God is like that. For instance, if your dad listened to you, had time for you, cared about you, was tender towards you, you respected him, looked up to him, you had a relationship, you could be intimate with your father, then of course it's easy to believe that you can be intimate with God. But what about others? Some people, you know, they grew up and their father was stern, mean, critical, just looking for an opportunity to find fault with them. It's kind of hard to approach God if, if that's what you think he's like and it's easy to project that upon God if your father was like that. In my case, my dad was, uh, he, he was not like that at all. My dad was a friendly, he was a nice person. I felt cared for by my dad. And yet, my dad was an important person. He had a lot of important things to do in life. And it was very easy in my case to think that, that the things that mattered to me and even me personally maybe just wasn't as important. I never felt rejected. I just felt, Dad, he, he, he did important things. He talked to important people. He had important things to accomplish. And he was a successful person. And so where did I fit into that? Not, not quite so much. And then, of course, he passed away when I was in high school before I had to, that chance to develop a relationship with him as an adult. <coughs> Excuse me. My point being, I may project these, th the, these attitudes towards God that, that God isn't doing, he's doing important things. Not that he doesn't care about me. It's just he's got more important things to do. Or then maybe you grew up where, where God, or excuse me, where your father abandoned you. And this is a sad reality more and more in our day. Young people are growing up, but they don't even know their dad. Or they might have not seen their dad in years because their dad was just absent. And indeed, no doubt, this is contributing to the explosion of atheism in our world today is the absentee fathers 
and people, young people growing up and, and projecting an absentee God that he's not there at all. I'd like to suggest to you that it's possible and we need to move beyond weaknesses that might have been present in our own fathers and to realize that God, our heavenly father, does care about us. He does care about us. Be careful that you're not projecting your father's weaknesses upon your heavenly father because your heavenly father, we want to see what he's like from scripture. The truth is, Scripture tells us over and again, you know it. I mean, if anything the Bible teaches us about God, it's that He loves us, that He's this Abba Father, that He desires a relationship with us, that He cares about us, and that His love for us isn't just the chosen, sacrificial love that we saw on the cross, where Jesus went to the cross in obedience, and where we love by faith in obedience, but there was and is a warm affection from God towards you. He cares about you. He knows you. Psalm 139 talks about he knows our thoughts. He knows our heart. He knows, our, he knows everything about us. And yet, his love for us, his thoughts towards us are more than the sand on the seashore. They can't be numbered. What an awesome thing to realize that not only does God know everything about us, but he loves us and accepts us the way we are. Oh yeah, he loves us too much to let us stay that way. He's working on us, but he loves us the way we are. He knows everything about us. He cares about us. I personally believe that God, even though yes, God's doing important things in this universe, just like my dad did important things at work, I don't think it'd be, I, I think it's true that God, that God would say, I'm important. You're important. God is involved in important things and important things means he's involved with people. Oh yes, he manages the universe. Yeah, he holds it all together and sustains everything. But trust me, and you know this, if you believe in scripture, you are important to God. You and your concerns, and yes, your prayers are important to God. He knows everything about you. He loves you all the same. You don't have to hide from him. You don't have to worry that maybe he'll find out something about you that's going to cause him to sour towards you. He knows and he loves you. John, 1 John chapter 3, it's quite an interesting verse. 1 John 3 verse 1, Beloved, Beloved, see what, give me one second here. Beloved, 1 John 3, 1. Beloved, let us, excuse me, beloved, here we go. See how great a love, here we go finally, the Father has bestowed upon us. See how great a love the Father has bestowed upon us that we should be called the children of God. And such we are. For this reason, the world does not know us. What an astonishing statement. How great a love that the Father has, has given upon us that the Father would call us his children. It would do you good to consider how a good father relates to his children. A good father is delighted when his children show interest. And I'm not talking about just 
even just little children. I'm talking about grown children, adult children. Hey, you dads out there, aren't you glad when your kids show interest in you? Aren't you glad when they still want to talk to you? Aren't you glad when they want to ask your advice? Aren't you glad when they, when they acknowledge you're alive and real and there? And isn't there a little sadness in your heart when they don't? Might I suggest that that's how God is for, towards us? And might I suggest that when you take time to pray to the Father, it, 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 it puts a glimmer in his eye. Oh, I know God is self-sufficient and God doesn't need us, but because he loves us, see how great a love the Father's bestowed upon us, that we should be called his children, and such we are. And so when we give him our attention, when we come to him, when we have dependence upon him, when we acknowledge our need of him, and not just in a stale way, but in a way that says, Father, I still need you. Again, I refer to myself. This is, this is a struggle for me in life because my father was busy with important things and that didn't teach me he didn't care about me. That taught me I had to take care of things myself. And, and he wasn't quite there for me to say, hey, dad, I need your help with this. But that's why I want to be with my father. I want my heavenly father. Hey, dad, I need your help with this. And he's there. And does he mind that? Is he too busy for me? Is he too busy for you? Not at all. You put a glimmer in his eye. You make his heart beat faster. I really do believe that. You make him happy when you go to him. And when you fail to and you're, you're too busy for him, well, <clears throat> I can't help but think that there's a little bit of hurt, a little bit of pain in the heart of God that someone he loves so much didn't have time for him. So does God have time for your prayers? You better believe he does. How does he think of you when you pray? He delights. He delights in having time with you. And so let's go to God. Let's pray to God. Let's not worry that he's going to reject us. He's going to judge us. Let's realize that God is thrilled to, that we would enter into his presence and that we would seek him, that we'd have faith in him, He'll reward that. He will. He'll reward that. That's the spirit we want to have. Father in heaven, thank you that you are our father. And we want to thank you that we want to thank you for our earthly fathers, Lord, even with any shortcomings they had. But we do want to thank you that you have none of those. You're not you. You are so much better than our earthly fathers were. We want to thank you this morning for the great love you have for us, that you're interested in us, that you're not too busy for us, that there's not other things more important that you don't have time to hear our prayers. Lord, we don't know how you do it. Right this second, there's probably millions of people praying to you, but we don't need to understand how it works. Lord, you're, you're God and we're not. You can hear us all. You can hear all your children praying at once and you, and you give us attention and we thank you that you are delighted. We believe that, Lord. Just as a father is delighted when his children show him attention, you're delighted when we come to you, when we need our dependence upon you. You don't, you don't re resent that we ask for help. You don't resent that we're needy. You don't tell us to just grow up and handle it all on ourselves. You're not like that. But rather, you want throughout our whole life 
to maintain and have a relationship where we need you and draw near to you and you draw near to us. Lord, I pray that we'd, we would, I pray we'd learn to delight in prayer. I pray, Father, we'd learn what your heart is like when we pray to you. I pray, Father, that we might be faithful in prayer, not just because we need it, but because you desire us to draw near to you. Hallelujah. What a wonderful thing. You're not too busy. You're not stern. You're not judging. You love us. And it's your deep desire that we would draw near to you, seek you. And if we do that, we will please you. And so today we pray again that we would become people of prayer who draw near to our Father and know your love and love you with all of our heart. Thank you for hearing our prayer. Take this day and draw us close to you, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen. God bless you. Isn't that awesome? Isn't that awesome to know that we have a God whose love for us is not, it's, it's, it's not just a commitment, although it is. It's so much more. He has a warm affection. He desires a relationship with us. He desires that we spend time with him. He desires that we talk to him. He desires that we ask his advice. He desires that we, we, we commune with him. He desires that we honor him. And indeed, he sees and he rewards. I know you're like that. Thank you for being here today. And I encourage you to come back and join us every day because we seek God here. We're not just Sunday morning Christians, folks. We're people who are seeking God and we want to love God and we want to draw near to God in the word and in prayer. So that's why we're here every day. And I do pray and hope that you'll join us. I hope you'll invite your friends, people in your small group, your church, relatives, sons, daughters, husband, wife, whoever. Invite people you know to come be part of this community because together we know as we seek God, we honor God, we love God. We know that as we do, he sees that and he rewards that. And indeed, he rewards that with himself. He sees you here today. And I know he rewards that with his presence in your life, his blessing in your life, his grace in your life. Thanks for being with me. I love you guys. So glad to have you here. I look forward to seeing you tomorrow morning as well, 8.30 a.m. Eastern time. You can join us then, or you can listen later in the day on the, the YouTubes are up all the time, or you can even do the Apple, Spotify, or Google platforms. You can hear, you can download the podcast there and listen. All right. You have a great day. God bless you. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm.